Hello everybody. I want to talk today about uh, China's real estate sector, which is massive. I keep people keep emailing me, Jeff, what about China's real estate bubble? Oh Jeff, what about China's real estate bubble? What's going to happen? The whole world's going to fall apart. So I just uh, before seconds before I started recording this, I just got on the internet and searched China's real estate bubble. And I found articles going back to 2013. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost 10 years. Um, just like the thousands of headlines screaming about the collapse of China's economy since the 1980s, um, um, I think the la I, people have been keeping count like on The Economist and Financial Times and Wall Street Journal and, and The New York Times and all these others. I, the last count was something like 80 headlines, you know, it's just nonstop. Well, good luck with that because China is communist socialist. It is not Western capitalist, and that makes all the difference. So it's really hard for Westerners to think differently because all they know is global capitalism, and they cannot fathom or understand that how China operates as a, as a communist socialist country. First off, 85 to 90 percent of the Chinese own their own homes and two-thirds of those are paid off. They own them free and clear. These are some of the best statistics in the world for real estate. I mean the West can't even come close. In China you need 20 percent down, uh, a 20 percent down payment and many put even more China's people-owned banks are more patient and work with borrowers before resorting to foreclosure. <clears throat> Not the Western, you know, two months late and bam, you know, the courthouse filings start. That's what, that's what uh, bankrupted my wife and me in 2008. Remember, also in China, no one can buy green land, in other words, dirt land, all real estate is in the form of 70-year long-term leases, be it Chinese, you or me, individuals and businesses, foreign businesses, Chinese businesses, it doesn't matter, 70-year long-term leases. China is also not financializing mortgages into collateralized debt, op debt obligations, some uh, abbreviated CDOs, which is what caused the 2008 meltdown with uh, uh, in the West, you know, selling off bundles of these high-risk variable interest subprime loans with low to no down payments, you know, to institutional investors around the world. China's banks are people-owned. They're highly, highly regulated. These are not Western bank roulette tables like what we're used to here. They exist to serve the citizens, and I know that's hard for Westerners to understand. It's extremely hard to, to, to wrap our heads around the fact that China's banks actually exist to help the people and make the people prosperous and um, lead um, uh, happy and healthy lives. Remember, the four biggest banks on planet Earth are Chinese, people-owned, and they are very profitable, which I've reported on before. The big problem for China is, is that the Ch millions of Chinese uh, have, have bought second and even third 
homes and as rentals or, or speculation on appreciation where too many of those sit empty. And this is where Baba Beijing is passing tax regulations and other laws to reduce this um, national real estate portfolio, in other words, <laughs> incentivize people who have second, third um, uh, homes or apartments to sell them off to people who actually want to live in them uh, and buy them and own them uh, and, um, by, you know, by one-time, you know, tax, um, you know, um, payments, uh, raising the, 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 the real estate taxes on second, second homes, third homes, etc. Along with the above in mind, this is what they are currently doing to help the situation. China's, uh, Chinese local governments and state-owned enterprises are buying housing uh, to take the pressure off of the real estate market. Uh, the again, some of <laughs> Shenzhen, we lived in Shenzhen, you know, Shenzhen, Beijing, Shanghai, Chongqing, these you know these bigger these you know these big cities, Tianjin, uh, and others, Guangzhou. Um, they, I mean, they, they, as cities, have more money than they know what to do with. I mean, they're making so much money from, from taxes. And so they are actually buying um, uh, and helping uh, to um, um, soak up some of the excess liquidity in the real estate market. And, of course, then they'll turn around and, 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 um, uh, use them as low-income housing or, or uh, for first-time buyers, etc. C- cities in China are actually have been uh, have have lowered the interest rate for first-time buyers. The floor is officially the national floor is officially 4.1 percent for home mortgages, uh, and now they are have reduced have 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 come down. Some are even as low as 3.7 percent. For first-time buyers, uh, the two top regulators uh, in China, the People's Bank of China, which is actually owned by the people, not like the European Bank of um, uh, the European Central Bank and the uh, Federal Reserve, which are actually private banks owned by the trillionaire dictators, um, like the like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the Carnegies, etc. Uh, actually is a people-owned bank, and the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission have said they want the financial institutions in China to do everything they can to help the real estate market. And, of course, that means when the, when the, when the two biggest ones, they are actually above, they're, they're really at the top of the uh, financial regulatory heap, that means that... Um, they and of course, since these financial institutions are state-owned, uh, people owned by the people, then uh, they will come up with ways to uh, help the um, real estate sector. Uh, some of them are, you know, helping developers extend or, or swap their debts, uh, etc. Um, Let's, and another one is they're actually letting builders use pre-sale funds to ease, you know, their cash, the cash crunch, et cetera, the pre-sales. Let's say things get really bad, okay? With let's just say things. One of the, those headlines start coming true for the real estate sector. 
I don't think it'll ever happen, and, and this is why. But if it did, with the banks, insurance companies, and green land all being publicly owned, in other words, the whole fire sector, finance, insurance, and real estate sector, belongs to the people. It's all people owned. Baba Beijing has many, many tools to manage and stabilize the real estate sector. They can move assets and liabilities around, have the banks make less money for two or three years because they're making freaking money hand over fist right now as it is, as are the state-owned enterprises. The state -owned, they could ask the state-owned enterprises to, uh, to uh, um, soak up some of, the, uh, some of the real estate. Sorry, I'm, I have a cat uh, here that's uh, uh, unhappy. To help, main, to help main residence owners, mortgage payment reductions, you know, the, our holidays. They could lower the cost on the millions of low-income housing being built each year. Where my wife and daughter and I lived for several, several years, we actually lived in one, in, in one of those low-income low housing apartments for several years. Their options are endless. So I'm not saying that it can't happen, that the, that the real estate sector in China uh, can't uh, uh, crash, but I would say that given the reality of China's communist socialist economy and uh, with, the, with the massive input of all the people-owned assets uh, across the country, the chances are very, very small. Uh, if you like what I do and what I tell you and what you learn and you f and would like to support me financially, my wife and I would really appreciate it to help pay the bills here in France on our very, very limited uh, re retirement income. Thank you.